You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. Uh, the next is from Mary underscore DTA, uh, difficult to take decisions. I'm struggling to make decisions quick from simple ones like what to eat to more harder ones. That's what it says to more harder ones like changing jobs, mostly because I'm thinking about all the consequences of those decisions. How do people, how do you people, you, how do you people what do you mean by you people? I don't know what she means by you people. Uh, not think about all the possibilities and make decisions. So how do you people not think um, about all the possibilities and make decisions? All right, first of all, first of all, this is a first world problem of all first world problems. I can't decide what to eat, man. You get to decide. <laughs> You're already pretty lucky. Oh, man. When I was growing up, I did not get to decide what to eat. Yeah. If I didn't eat, I remember one time vividly, I did not eat my dinner because I, I didn't like it. It was like, you know, maybe it was like, you know, peas and meatloaf or something like that. Uh-huh, so I was like, uh-huh. I didn't want it. And my dad was like, yeah, okay, that's okay. You don't have to eat it. He goes, just go out, you know, go out and play. That's fine. I was like, <laughs> awesome. This sweet. My life is rocking. So I went out and played and went to bed, got up the next morning. Guess what we were having for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I had that. I had peas and meatloaf. <laughs> And he goes, you're going to keep seeing this plate until you eat it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, not allowed to be a picky. No, uh, no. Picky kid is a hungry kid. That's what you always told me I, growing I, up. I did tell you that. So to this user, I would say, yeah, I mean, first of all, obviously, I'm picking fun at you a little bit. But it speaks to a broader decision-making struggle that many people have. When we have too many options, we get frozen. It's very easy for people to freeze up in the decision-making process, whereas I imagine that if you were presented with only two options every time you were going to go eat, you would have a much easier time. Do you want pizza or sushi? Most mm-hmm. people are not going to sit there and debate that for an hour. Go, oh, immediately, you know what you're in the mood for. Oh if, gosh. if I give you a hundred different options, it's, it's, it's hard, right? So here's what I do personally. What I do is I outsource the decision-making, right? Because this getting frozen with all of the options could be a sign of decision fatigue. For me, when I started my own business, I immediately had more decisions to make than I had ever had before. And so when I started to go out, I would notice that I would not, I wouldn't know what to do. I I could not order a meal. I would sit there and go, oh my gosh, I got to read this whole menu. There's so many options. Do I want cheese? Do I want no cheese? Do I want extra spicy salsa? Do I not want the salsa? Oh, and so I would simply ask the waiter, I go, what's your favorite meal? Mm-hmm. And then they'd give me an option. And I'd go, what's the most popular? And it would either be the same meal or it'd be different. And then I would choose between those two. Or if they gave me a hard time and they were like, oh, man, I don't know. Everything's good. I go, you know what? You pick. If everything's good, oh, you pick. I hate that answer, by the way, from a waiter. Like, what's Yeah, good? well, they're well, wrong. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They, they need to, you know, give me some more direction, yeah. but that, but you know, at the end of the day, it, it what's going to happen. Are you going to die and go to hell because you ordered the wrong flavor of soup on Thursday's lunch? No, 
it's just food. <laughs> just pick something, move on. Well, I, I got more important decisions to make than what type of cheeseburger I'm going to eat today. Well, I, so think it is, I think it that. is decision fatigue. If you go to a place that, that has a lot of good selections, there is that decision overload, that information overload. And so it makes it, makes it difficult. But I think your framework of asking the, the waiter or waitress, Look, it's it not about asking, is, it's it, not about a waiter. It's it's in life. You've got to recognize what decisions are not that important. Okay, it's not that important to decide to waste your brain power on what you're going to eat today. It's no, not clearly. that important to waste your brain power on what you're going to wear today. So if you're struggling at those, you've got to change the process that's causing you to get stuck up in that decision time, right? So if you're saying every time I go out to eat, I'm struggling to make a decision on what to eat, then change the way you approach that decision. So say, I'm going to let the waiter decide, or I'm going to let my wife decide for me, or I'm going to, I'm going to ask them a couple of questions. And then the answer is going to be based on that, whatever it is. Also, if you're struggling to make decisions on, you know, other things in your life, in your business, um, that are recurring each day, change how you approach the decision. The answer is rarely going to be, oh, this is how you find the right and correct answer, you know, at the end of the, of the decision-making process. Because the way that the question is framed is, oh, how do I decide? How do I get to a point of decision? Well, if you're struggling with indecision, then don't try to necessarily be more decisive. Create an objective formula that's going to answer that for you. Well, I, I think if there are, if you look at something and it's not going to matter five years down the road, just make the decision. Yeah. Who right? cares? Yeah, right? it, it doesn't matter. Now, but, but one of the things that this person is asking is how do they make decisions more quickly? They're wanting to make decisions more quickly and not get caught. Well, I think up it's in the same answer. The so it's the same answer. Um, if you wanted to make decisions more quickly, simply make one. If you know that it's not going to matter. <laughs> You're talking about something right. that in this case isn't going to matter in five years. Okay. Right. So when you're talking about something that isn't going to matter even in one year, even in one month, simply pick something to move on. It, if you're talking about decisions that will matter in the future, you're talking about, oh, should I buy this house or not? And you're worried about speed. Maybe you sit and ruminate on whether to buy a house for six months and you can't make a decision. That's a different answer. You can't approach big life decisions, say, oh, I'm going to make these quicker. So I'm simply going to pick something because it doesn't really matter. No, you've got to recognize that on some level, you might not be able to make quicker decisions. You might not be someone whose strength is making fast decisions. And that's okay. We don't need a world of people who are like me who just make choices. I'm going to make quick choices and I'm going to be wrong a lot of the time. People who are more cautious naturally, like this person, are less likely to make mistakes. They're also going to make a lot fewer decisions. So if the, for the decisions that matter, don't be afraid to you know, choose the wrong breakfast food this morning. It doesn't really matter. Move on. For big choices, maybe you need to bring an advisor in. Maybe you need to rely on the people on your team, whether it's at work, your partner, your wife, your parents, whoever it is who's in your corner and help them, you know, have them help you got, get to a point of decision, make decision confidence a little bit quicker. Um, it sounds like this person simply is not a quick decision maker. So for 
inconsequential decisions, I would say the answer is make decisions quick. Then you're going to get comfortable with being decisive, knowing that at the end of the day, if I get it wrong, it's not going to be the end of the world. And then you'll be able to make big decisions faster, although that necessarily isn't the primary goal. I, I think there are some people who have a relationship with uncertainty uh, where they're not as afraid of it, let's say, and they'll, they'll embrace uncertainty in the, the way that they move through life and strive to accomplish things is in that relationship with uncertainty. And some people uh, will avoid it. They'll sort of be the brake in the car and some people will be more the gas pedal. You know, and you've met people like this who are very accepting of getting up and giving a speech, you know, or let's try something or let's innovate. Let's try this new app. Let's go to this new restaurant. And some people are the opposite. Some people are, well, this is the way we used to do it. This is uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type type people. And those are unlikely to change. And so I, I think when you look at somebody who's saying, I want to make decisions more quickly, I think it's important for them to recognize they probably won't ever be one of those types of people. Uh, they're not going to go from being a type of person who is uh, more risk avoidant to a person who embraces uncertainty. And so in that can, that can be difficult when you're looking at um, making a decision and getting a framework like what you talked about, getting somebody who makes decisions more quickly can be helpful. Uh, setting a time frame for the decision-making out there, I'm going to make the decision by this point, can also be useful. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.